right now at Kohl's. Take an extra 25% off top active brands, including Under Armour for her. Get Nike shoes for the family, $48.75 and under, and save on Levi's denim for the family. Plus, get limited contact store drive up and get even more for your wallet with Kohl's Cash. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. 25% off Under Armour ends August 9th. Nike ends August 8th. Levi's sale ends August 30th. Offers and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Hey, you're listening to Talks Exo Life, and I am your host, Naina. And in this edition, I will be conversing with Prashant Mehta, partner at Lightbox, a venture capital firm in Mumbai. Now, Prashant is also known as the endurance man. Why, you ask? Imagine pedaling from Mumbai to Pune and back, that's about 330 kilometers, for 13 hours and no. Don't run out of breath as yet. Then within the same week of pulling off that feat, trekking to the Everest base camp. Well, that is Prashant Mehta for you, ladies and gentlemen. Born in Mumbai and having spent his growing years between India and Africa, Prashant studied biotechnology in the US, but ended up working for a bank pursuing an MBA from Wharton School, after which he headed straight back to work for Lehman Brothers, which helped him understand the art of investing in emerging markets. He subsequently moved to Silicon Valley to head Yahoo's commercial operations for emerging markets. And after about a decade, moved back to Mumbai to head an advertising technology startup for five years before he surprised himself and became a venture capitalist. This is the CXO Fun Facts segment and an official warrant to turn up the amusement quotient on Talk CXO Life, which is why it is unmissable. Stay tuned to know some interesting and fun insights about Prashant Mehta, including why orange has been the black for him since quite a while. Nine of his most precious days of his life, some of his most enthralling journeys, dishes he loves to cook, his favorite comfort food, his fears, a quirky business idea that he believes in and took off, and an unusual obsession which probably even his family is unaware of, and I guess he would rather it stays that way. You don't want to miss this one, guys. Happy listening. Hi, Prashant. Welcome to CXO Fun Facts. What's your favorite color? Orange. Do you think that represents you as well, the color? Oddly enough, what represents me today um, is probably orange and black. Orange and black. And now, of course, there's a show. (laughs) You know, orange is a new black. Orange is a new black. I don't know if you've heard it or not, but, you know, the joke started when um, I think my roommates in business school found me with orange underwear and they thought, okay, this man has gone that crazy. (laughs) We obviously didn't do our diligence before we started to go with him. So, yeah. So... (laughs) I so love that stayed on. A moment you relish the most as a student? I think that uh, probably for me as a student, my three, four years in boarding school in Panchkin, when I was first forced to go, mm-hmm. I was not happy at all. I thought that my family was kind of disowning me. Mm-hmm. Um, How old were you, sorry? I was, um, it was in fifth grade, so... Oh, that's young. Ten? Mm-hmm. Went from there to just absolutely loving that environment, that journey, the people. And when I ended up back in Africa that summer of seventh grade, and as I was about to leave, my parents told me that, nope, 
can't go anymore. I don't think I've ever cried so much in my life. It was just um, the bonds that we made in those three, four years. Um, it's been hard to replicate, actually. Today, because of that experience, I, I think you could drop me. I feel like I could be dropped anywhere in the world, and I can survive. I'll figure it out, you know. And, and that has allowed me to be in all different places that I've visited and lived, you know, in my life. So when are you the happiest? I'm happiest when I'm on my bike. And usually when I end up being by myself, because most people have kind of left me and I have to catch up to them. And of course, uh, I'm happiest when I'm putting my daughters to sleep <laughs> or waking, up in the mor- waking them up in the morning, you know. Right. So you like to travel? Exactly. Yeah, you make it a travel. point to yeah. travel in yeah. some kind of place in India, within India. So, um, as a family, we've made this decision maybe three years ago, three four years ago that you know, because we find that a lot of our friends end up going to the same places all the time. Um, the popular ones. Well, the ones. and I have a partner who I won't name, you know, who thirty uh, second time is having his summer holidays in London. I love London, but. <laughs> It's just such a big world out there. We like to see if we can find a place that none of us have been to mm-hmm. and uh, explore that. So what are some of the most incredible experiences? I think um, the, I'll have to probably add a couple. One is, uh, as our cycling group, we did this trip from uh, Manali to Lake, And that was just a phenomenal journey. All the elements mm-hmm. of nature were there together. Mm-hmm. The high altitude, mm-hmm. um, the height, uh, cold weather, you know, there's no fancy places to camp out there. Right. Um, and, uh, and you have to keep doing this day in and day out. Mm-hmm. India has just some of the most amazing places mm-hmm. and it was a great way to actually explore those places. So I love exploring places on my bike. Right. I think the second is uh, a trip I took with my daughter, my older daughter, Saya, mm-hmm. last year where we went to Annapurna Base Camp. Mm-hmm. And um, I think those are I think you mentioned yeah, about it. You know, nine of the, probably for me, the most precious days of my life. They love the mountains too? Huh? The kids? They do. They really do. In fact, now, since that trek that I took my older side out, my daughter's side out to, both Sophia and Red and I want to go to Everspace Camp. Because they're going to take it up a notch more. Yeah. I just don't see in my life having another nine days alone <laughs> with my daughter yeah. like that. And it was just, a, I don't know if you ever spent time in Nepal, just an amazing, I've, I've been there a few times now, just the best people in the world. Always, always have a smile. And every time I go to Nepal, it, it brings me back to my foundation mm-hmm. of these people have nothing. Mm-hmm. And yet they, they, they just can't stop smiling. Mm-hmm. We have everything. And yet, you know, we only That's think great. about all the negative things in life. Exactly. So, um, so they always make, help me remind you know, me to kind of go back to what's really important in life. Um, and the last is, uh, as a family, we took this incredible trip to um, Sri Lanka. And Sri Lanka is like one of our favorite destinations. <laughs> it's the only place, one of the only places that I think we'll keep going back. Mm-hmm. So are you into food? What's your favorite cuisine? I'm a insane foodie. I love to cook. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Which actually was very difficult when I first moved back here. Okay. Because in, in California, we had a barbecue and, mm-hmm. you know, I would grill mm-hmm. all kinds of things all the time. Maybe mm-hmm. four to five days a week, we would mm-hmm. grill something. So now I have my routine on certain days I cook, mm-hmm. certain nights I cook. 
um, especially on the weekends. Mm. For me, during a day or an evening, um, you know, on the weekends, I'll, I'll, I'll make something for the family. I'll have a glass of wine. It just helps me forget yeah. about. I know it's a, it's a great way to force myself to not look at that screen. <laughs> My favorite cuisine, what I like to cook most, um, I love to grill anything and everything. Um, I love to make uh, pho, which is a Vietnamese uh, clear soup, clear soup. Sunday evenings pho at the Mata House. You know, I make a big vat from scratch. And I also love cooking uh, steamed Thai fish. Uh, do you have a favorite comfort food? I guess the pho, which is the soup, mm-hmm. you know, it's just really healthy and uh, warm and um, especially when it's cold, it's just a great, great bowl of, uh, you know, quite filling up. Would you say you're superstitious? Is there a ritual you follow? I'm not superstitious, okay. but I have these quirky routines, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes if things don't go my way, I look back and say, did I not follow the routine yesterday? Or what, you know, all my sports socks have like a left and right little label on them. Mm-hmm. I always wear the uh, R on the left and, you know, and, okay. um, and, and so just, you think, I'm, you think I'm really crazy now. So um, I'd gone to the US mm-hmm. and um, for, for some reason, I'd only end up packing one pair of sports socks. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they were all work socks, which, I, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. I lapsed there. In some reason, whatever pair I grabbed had two L's. Like, right. I have the same pair of jeans. I have the same black, I have, like, four of the black, same black shirts, mm-hmm. you know. So these were same socks. So somebody must have, obviously, whenever they got folded, they must have just mm-hmm. been two left foots. Um, I had to go shopping for sports socks because I wasn't going to wear two outs. So this is a little quirkiness <laughs> that I don't think anybody, <laughs> actually my family knows. <laughs> and if they find out, they're going to think, oh my God, what is going on with him? Is that a business idea, a quirky business idea that you kind of latched onto and it kind of worked? We have an investment in a company um, called Rebel Foods. Rebel Foods? Yeah. Okay. And uh, this was... Uh, when we invested in the company, they had about 60 sort of outlets. And the idea was to convert those outlets into kitchens. Mm-hmm. And actually for the most part, talking to my teams here and my partners, everybody thought I was nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. You know, I think is probably what many of them thought and said to me. Today, Rebel has become the world's largest cloud kitchen company, you know, powering some very popular brands in India from a biryani brand called Behrouz to um, pizza brand called Oven Story to a wraps and rolls brand called Fasos. It's quirky in its own way because when we would tell people that this is what we're going to do, they'd look at you and just say, you've lost some marbles in your head. If you can find the right kind of entrepreneur, it's probably the best way to take a chance on something. Okay, do you have like a fear? I have a fear to not disappoint my team. Some yeah, and I think that I think my family sees that, and I don't. Sometimes I don't think that because there are things that maybe I do that maybe go beyond perhaps some people might go to do in protecting the team. I don't mind failing, but if that failure then reflects on the team, then that's something that bothers me. So, as a parent, when you look at your children, you kind of given them that those wings within the team. How is it that what you approach them? I think that uh, you, you, I've been very fortunate to have had 
great team members around me. Mm. And they really helped fuel my confidence. Mm. And whether when I was running a company or today in a fund with my partners around me or my, the rest of the team. Um, so that way I have a lot of confidence right. in when I get to a decision or what decisions we need to take. Yet, somewhere in the back of my mind, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, I don't disappoint or fail my team. And so then I'll do whatever it takes. Mm. And there I have sort of endless energy to, to keep fighting. So that way I'm a fighter. I love challenges that people might think are impossible. So, right. yeah. That's where this whole thing of testing your limits mentally, yeah. physically, all Absolutely. that comes from. Yeah. I think a lot of my learnings are from there. It feeds each other. It does, but I think it starts there. Exactly. And then okay. I gain this confidence and this ability to say, you know what, I'll just wear you down. You know, you might be stronger, you might be smarter, <laughs> but I will go at it day in, day right. in, and day out. Right. And sometime you'll the endurance blink. man. <laughs> That's right. You'll sustain. I mean, yeah. Right. So now if you spoke of the field, so what would be one love that... You know you have that love and you can do anything that you completely overpower everything that you I care. I may not always do right, but I want to do the right thing. It's not always enough, but I feel and believe that if you do that consistently, enough good things will, will present itself or, or you'll create enough good opportunities in life. Now, if you had to choose okay, between traversing peaks at Silicon Valley, I think which you've but or conquering peaks amid, amidst nature, which could you choose? That's really easy. <laughs> you know, I think. Um, but only one. I am. You know, this, this common saying: Are you are you living to work? Yeah. Or are you working to live? Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm I'm working to live. Okay. And uh, and that means that I want to be back in those peaks. And so any day I would pick that. You know, so, which is the biggest peak that you want to conquer? It would be a, a journey um, probably with my daughters in um, a region or a set of mountains that we've never been and we're exploring the jungle and uh, what a forest would turn into um, uh, ice cap regions eventually um, together, you know. <laughs> and sort of watching, you know, either the sunset or sunrise behind a mountain I think there are a few things that are so uh, pure in nature. Yeah. So yeah, I think that to me is uh, why I'm working so hard now, so that I have many more of those opportunities to do that. If light box is all about switching on the light, or it's full of light, then what is the dark outside that you'd like to box, which you haven't been able to do so? I don't know if this is answering your question, but um, probably the climate change. I believe that increasingly, um, some because it's enough out there for us to understand. But increasingly now, um, my kids are are changing my behavior. And I believe that their understanding of this topic is far more deeper than mine. The other day, they came and told me that, um, what kind of planet are you going to leave us with? (laughs) And uh, I had to kind of pause to really think what they were asking. I think at Lightbox, we are all about coming up with the next idea. And that's what light obviously, you know, was, uh, reflects. Um, I think we need to um, figure this one out. And the pace of change that's taking shape, 
you know, with rising temperatures and uh, things that fuel rising temperatures, I really think that the world's going to literally look differently in the next 20 years even. It's not going to be that long, you know. So there's a huge darkness that's not far out there. Yeah, I worry about that. I worry about, um, I mean, maybe that's my ultimate fear, you know. What, what uh, do we leave our kids with? Will we have gone too far beyond a place where it can be reversed? I'm not sure I'm doing enough about it. I know I'm not. But um, that's kind of the next challenge, personally. Great. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. <laughs>